Single Simulcast is about a lot of things. This podcast may make you laugh, cry, or pound your fists into your desk. If you hear something you like or something you don't, leave a voicemail at 916-572-9016 or email us at singlesimulcast at gmail.com. One. Single. Simulcast. Starting our event. I don't have headphones either. Why don't you have headphones? I don't know. <laughs> I'm never prepared for anything ever in life. Girl, it's a rebel. Single simulcast episode 271. Uh, Shante's here. I'm here. And we're glad you're here. Because today we have with us two illustrious guests. Um, I, I, I almost want to say that one of them is literally the headmaster of one of the largest black podcasting groups I've, I've seen in a long time. Um, <laughs> and like, like, like she's the godmother of that shit. I saw her run somebody off the building so cold. They just sent the message. They were like, I'm sorry. Angry face, angry face. And I was like, oh, she got him. And um, the other is quite possibly the equivalent of ecstasy in a podcast. Ooh. I think well. that's the best way to put it. I think that's the easiest way to put it. Today, we are fortunate enough to be joined by Jessica Humphrey and Miss Jess Wood. And... I, I, I want to give you about why you're awesome. Uh, <laughs> Jessica, I'll go ahead and start with you because Jess, I'm going to have some requests from you. So okay. go ahead, tell us something about yourself. The floor for the next couple of minutes. Um, okay. So <laughs> let me apologize in advance for being uh, awkward and wordy. Um, Man, you know how to give some praise. Um, so I'm Jess. Hello. I am. <laughs> they, they can see what I can see, right? Everybody can see. Yeah. yeah there's no secrets here. Okay. <laughs> I, meanwhile, I have a man wandering by me, so I'm sorry too. I apologize. Um, well, look at the nerdy, nerdy office. Um, yes, I am Jess. I think I said that. Yes. Um, <laughs> I run a podcast group on Facebook. And when I'm not doing that, I am a web and graphic and app designer. And sometimes I draw things. And otherwise, I'm playing video games way longer than I should be. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I have questions. Like, because now I know that you have a Sega Genesis, and I had a Sega Genesis, and then my kids broke my Sega Genesis. So right now I got a box of Sega Genesis games, um, like, Is that like old hell to the nah. I was gonna ask you if I could have your Genesis. I thought we were gonna do oh, it that way. Christmas is coming. You're macking backwards. You you played it recently. It's my turn. I feel like we should have shared custody of it. Um, Where's the paperwork? Like you had it for Thanksgiving. I should have it for Christmas. That, that that's we'll pretty. That's how I'm, that's how my parents did it. We'll see. 
<laughs> and um, honestly, I'm just, I'm just, I just really want to play two video games, and you can have all of them except for the ones that I want to play. Um, that's Mutant League Football and Skitchin. Um, Skitchin was a uh, a sequel to Road Rash. Uh, it was back in the '90s where everybody was rollerblading and everybody <laughs> fought like this tubular and Mondo. That was Mondo tubular. That's a combo move. Um, <laughs> and you would grab onto the back of cars on rollerblades. Completely unsafe, by the way. You'll plus die. Five, but wait. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't Back to the Future. You grab onto the back of the car and get enough speed to slingshot yourself past the other people who you would then immediately beat into submission with an iron pipe. Okay. A lead pipe. It was great. I was nine. Um, <laughs> my name on the gang was Bozo D. Uh, I, I don't know why. That was going to be my rap name. When I was nine, my rap name was going to be Bozo D or Hobo Scratch. Um, there was no middle. <laughs> there was no middle ground. Like all of my rap name ideas have been completely horrible. I've been judged for all of them. The last one I came up with, felonious. Um, yeah, let's let's let's. It's a whole thing. Um, but it's a fun game, and so your Genesis. I'd love to play it again. Otherwise, I'm just gonna illegally emulate it. And play it on my computer anyway. It doesn't really matter. I just want to see how nice of a person you are in person. Well, don't do that. Maybe we can work something out. Also, for anybody curious, what I was playing was a game called Zombies Ate My Neighbors. <laughs> uh, anybody else heard of it? But um, that's what I was playing. You know, I would always die against the big baby. Like, I would get, I think I was going somewhere, and then that huge baby would come out of nowhere, and I'd shoot all my ammo at it, and then immediately die. I think that's like the fourth level. Sega Genesis games weren't good to the, uh, to the young or to the impatient. No. So, Miss Jess Wood, <laughs> I want to first of all say, um, that you are, Literally, the way that I envision my podcast being when I first started it. Like, that's how my podcast was. I break in a song and I talk for a while and I lose focus and I ramble and then I'd be like, but I digress and then I lose focus again and it would only be 30 minutes and then all of a sudden I got show notes and everything got fucked up from there. I just want to be free again. I just want to run around <laughs> naked. I, I want to, I want to sing about diddling. Yeah. Diddling, 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 and and you should, and you should. I think everybody should diddle. I, yes. I, I I feel like it's a wonderful word that just means horrible things. I know, I know what diddling means, <laughs> but diddling is a word that if a kid heard it, they'd be like, "That's a cool word to say." Diddling, diddling, diddling. Uh, tell them something about yourself. Tell them something about this show. Get wood. The floor is yours. Uh, okay. Well, thank you first of all for having me. On your show, I'm delighted to share the room with Jessica. Um, I am, uh, I love that you said it's unfocused. I really love your show. It's unfocused, your ramble, <laughs> bunch of fucking some weird songs to come out of your mouth. Okay, cool. Thanks. Bye. I don't know what the fuck. Um, so yeah, I have notes, fucker. I have notes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> About my show, there's, I could bring the notebook here with proof of 
bullet points. Maybe they're all not thought out, fleshed out. And maybe I get triggered <laughs> off of some that I go, oh, wait, that reminds me of a story. And then I go fucking into some story about, you know, when I did acid, which was too much. And that's probably why I ramble sometimes. But I do have a good time. And I thank you so much for the compliment because I love the, the thing that I love the most about my show uh, in, is the feedback that I get. It's really like, I mean, I like to talk and, you know, I like to think that I know shit, but I really, really like the feedback that I get from the listeners when I get people who call or who they call me because I'm 92 so they elderly people talk on the phone no they they text me or they you know tweet at me or whatever the fuck and just the, the nicest shit like people telling me that they they feel like they feel better at work they feel better with their families they feel like they were promoted or they feel easier time when they go to dinner a family thing like that's the kind of shit that I'm like wow that that's enormous to me or or that like if, if I talk about what's going on in the world and somebody like say, um, like a black man will, you know, compliment me about, Oh, thank you for saying something about this, like race in that way. And I think to myself, shit, if I could get a message across where I'm not trying to be preachy or weird or like I know something, but just from my own experience. And then people could say, Oh man, you're really kind of getting it right. Thank you so much. That. This is, that's why I do it. I mean, I sound like a corny, you know, hippie, but I really want like everybody to conversate and, you know, get to figure out what the fuck is going on here. Actually, that sounds perfect to me. Um, <laughs> and, 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 and I think that for Shantae and myself, uh, we also are very, uh, keen, uh, to the, uh, folks who come up and talk with us about, uh, when we talk about suicide or LGBTQIA issues or race relations or things of that nature. Um, the only thing is usually it's Shante who remembers what the fuck they're talking about. Cause as soon as I say something, <laughs> it's completely out of my mind. So they're like, Hey, Rashani, remember two episodes ago when you said this? And I'm like, <laughs> I get, yeah. Uh, up top, I, yeah, I did that, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I tend to just, Shantae is literally the metronome of the show. She is the guiding light of the show. She is the roadmap of the show. She is the guardian angel of the show. She is the best part of this show. The best part of waking up to this show is Shantae Snack. Why the fuck? You oh, like she needs to shake her head the whole time. <laughs> The whole time, she just denied every single thing. One of us got to be an adult here because it ain't me, Shantae, so you better step the fuck up. You said you fake news, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I really just enjoy having the opportunity to talk, not just with Shut the fuck up, Court. You know what? I'm not supposed to acknowledge you right now. You look, look thank y'all so much for joining us in the chat. I appreciate it. I don't know how to deal with y'all motherfuckers, first of all. So at some point, how many y'all gonna get cussed the fuck out? I apologize for nothing in advance. Um, <clears throat> mature voice. Falling into character. Please be silent as I fall into character. Corbin, you son of a biscuit. Please be silent as I, please. Okay, I got it. So, um, with winter here, winter coming, at least in California, you know, winter is coming. There's a lot of folks who are going to be 
feeling more of a pressure on themselves to come out of holes or or um, to get up or or move around because seasonal depression is going to hit and it's going to hit hard. And it's times like this where, again, Shante is the guiding focus because when I get depressed, I don't want to really do anything. I don't, I don't want to even talk about anything. And it gets hard to discuss anything other than the failures that I feel I keep getting hit with. So having the opportunity to have listeners say, you know what, when you talked about this, when you spoke on this, it really just reached, brought me out of my darkest, my darkest moment. It, it, that's so beautiful and it's so big. And, and, and your show is just so fucking honest like it is just so open book just like i have nothing to hide and i i i honestly admire that i i envy that i i want to be that open i think everybody wants to be open but i think that we're scared of what's going to happen if we're truly open like there's people on facebook that i follow or that i associate with who are just so transparent they talk about their joys and their pains and people who are bothering them and what's going on in their world and all that kind of stuff and they promote change they make things happen they are catalysts for change and i'm like the kind of guy who types out a three page diatribe about something that's going on with me and then i delete it because in my mind it's like nobody wants to read that shit so i admire you having the courage and the opportunity to really step forward and say, this is me right here, you know, um, love it or hate it. I'm going to speak my truth. And there's actually a young lady who, uh, your podcast reminds me of her podcast, uh, because I heard her podcast first, um, named Amber P. She does a show now called, uh, uh, beautiful malcontents, um, and black chick watching. And she did a show called Black, Sexy, Geeky, and Mental, which was her diary. And that's what I think of when I think of your show, when I hear your show, is that it's literally just in a, a diary. Like, if you could you could literally start it off by saying, are you there, God? It's me, Jess. And just go from there. <laughs> and yes, I did read, are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. And yes, I did have to ask my mom what a period was. And yes, she did make the dot and send me back to my room where I kept reading. Like, oh, yeah, you, I got one of those, too. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> she missed a wow. teaching moment for you. <laughs> she bought me a book. She she bought me a book. Um when I asked about the period, she bought me a book. And the book was called uh Asking About Sex and Growing Up. Which, okay, fine. That's how a lot of parents who didn't want to talk about sex dealt with sex was by buying you books and made you read about sex. The only issue with said book was it was illustrated by the same guy who illustrated the Ramona and Beezus books. <laughs> so instead of me reading about this stuff at the age of 10 and 11 instead of finally getting a picture of what Ramona's mom looks like naked and I'm like I don't want to see this anymore so I kind of after five or six times looking at it in the bathroom by myself um, as a 12 year old um, research I threw it away and then pulled it back out the trash can because I have more to learn and then I gave it to my cousin and I was finally free of that book for the rest of that year. And so I went to his house and it was in his bathroom underneath the shelf. Like we didn't even have it on the, we didn't even have it on the counter. We had it. We didn't have it on a bookshelf. We didn't have it in a bedroom. We hid it underneath the bathroom sink. Like it was inherently bad because there were naked bodies in it, which is like, 
our parents wanted us to know about. I don't know. Those books are weird to me. Just talk to your kids about sex. <laughs> yes. I think that's the way to go about it. You, you don't want your kids to, to, to see something that you don't want them to see. Just talk with them about sex. Talk with them early and often. I started at the age of six with my son. And I was like, you're not going to get some of this. You're not going to understand what I'm talking about. But we're going to talk about this once a year. And so every year he's like, is it time for the sex talk? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, okay, what are we going to learn about this time? We talk about it. We talk about drugs. We talk about everything. Because my parents didn't talk, about, talk to me about jack shit. So subsequently, the people who talked to me about it were the people who didn't know any more than I did. Dude, did you know if you pee on a girl's vagina, she'll get pregnant? <laughs> no, I didn't know that. Also, who the fuck is peeing on a girl's vagina? Like, why is that the the the, the goal here? Like, what? Who? What? Like, second grader. This is a conversation we're. You know what? Fuck it. I said too much already. Um, hi, Shante. Hey. Hey. <laughs> fuck up, Corbin. It's not R. Kelly. Y'all. They were lying to me. They lied to me. I didn't know what to do with myself. I was following the crowd. My brother told me. Because he was older, he was like, if you don't have sex by the age of 14, your shit's gonna fall off. That was sex ed. That was it for me. And then I was lost until I was 17 and found out it was still there. And then I was able to go about my life peacefully. I was happy. I was like, okay, I'm safe. So, um, <laughs> I don't know. I really don't. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm like blushing, black blush. Um, you can't see it. Fenty took care of it for me. Yeah, I'm blushing hard though. Um, so I have a computer. I'm on it right now. And, um, my computer had a virus scanner and the virus scanner that I had on it came from, came from Best Buy. It was called Webroot and they actually installed it at the Geek Squad before they gave me the computer, which was excellent to me. The only problem was it only lasted like a year. Like you get a year and then you have to resubscribe for another year in order to uh, get it to continue to virus scan for you. And during that year, I got a copy of McAfee, which is another virus scanner. And so I put McAfee onto my computer and I was like, I choose you. And so it said to me, McAfee said to me, you have another virus scanner on here. Are you worried? Long story short. And I was like, no, nah, I ain't worried. That, that ain't. Look, that one over there, that ain't nothing to me. Don't, don't even worry about that one, Matt. Come on. You're my virus scanner now. Come on. And I, I paraded McAfee in front of Webroot. And I didn't think that there was anything wrong with it. I didn't know the Webroot had feelings for me as a virus scanner. And so at one point, Webroot was quiet in the cut. And then all of a sudden, Webroot said, I've expired. Do you want to renew? And I said, no, I don't want to renew because I have McAfee. When you say no to Webroot as a virus scanner, it puts a virus on your computer. So when I said no to Webroot, I couldn't do shit on my computer. I couldn't hit anything else. I couldn't log on to the Internet. I couldn't get into my Word anything and it will pop right back up do you want to renew and i said no and then a thing popped up in the back that said do you want to uninstall webroot and i said yes and then the whole computer just froze like webroot had its friend call me from a block number like ask me if you want some ask me if you want to uninstall me yes i do motherfucker <laughs> i heard that and then everything just shut down 
so I'm sitting at my computer. This was right after we did the Q and Awesome this past weekend, by the way. And I'm sitting at my computer and I'm panicking because I can't open up my computer because Webroot has taken over my computer. And I'm crying for my wife and there's snot coming down my nose. And I'm like, I can't get it open. And so I ended up opening it again. And it said, do you want to renew? And I clicked, yes, renew. And so when I clicked renew, it went to its website. And I said, gotcha, motherfucker. And I went to another website to type in how to uninstall Webroot. But it realized what I was doing. And so it shut down my computer again. So I had to go real slow, like three steps. And then it was shut down. And then I had to do another two steps and it shut down. It took me three days to figure out how to uninstall Webroot from my computer. So then I'd be able to just have McAfee as my... uh virus scanner and as soon as i uninstalled my computer worked like a dream wow i am amazed like i learned is this part of your is this part of your show notes yes yes it's got a virus from a virus scanner i I, I know that (laughs) but um so the bottom line is once I cleared it up, I was like, okay, now I can uh, deal with <laughs> McAfee. But apparently McAfee has this thing where it resubscribes you without telling you. So it's just been taking my money out of my bank account. So McAfee is a worse partner than Webroot ever was. I mean, I get a virus. I just get a shot and it clears right up. McAfee <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh. So, what have we learned? There's a lesson here. What I learned is that I don't know Jack Spit about virus scanners. Um, and I'm probably going to go to Kapersky next, like, because it sounds Russian and Russians know about security on computers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying. Um, I, I didn't know about malware bites. That sounds like, like a food that will make me sick in the long run like my computer. I'll try it out later. Um, Also, we went out of town this past week for Thanksgiving. You know, everybody eats on that day. Except for me because I got braces and I can't chew anything. Um, So everybody else was like, the turkey you made was the best, Rashani. And I was like, was it? (laughs) And they were like, yeah, it was. I was like, Huh? It was, and they thought I was fished for compliments, but really, I didn't eat any. I was eating macaroni and cheese and mashed potatoes on the side like this, looking mad as shit. So I go to a gym called Cal Family Fitness. It's here in Sacramento, um, and when I signed up, I got a huge discount. So I was like, bonus, you know, family plan, the whole nine yards, um, and when you hear the words Cal Family Fitness. You kind of think California. So you kind of think the CalFam Fitness is throughout California. <laughs> Jess, you're in Southern California. Have you ever heard of Cal Family Fitness before? No. It sounds like a yeah. family counseling office. <laughs> <laughs> Fitness. Let's get, let's get you fit in the head. <laughs> We're going to get you set up with a good counselor. I went to Santa Barbara and was like, all right, y'all, I'm going to the gym. And they were like, oh, what gym? And I was like, I'm going to Cal Family Fitness. And everybody was like, er? And I was like, yeah, Cal <laughs> Family Fitness. It's in California, all the way through California. 
fuck no. Turns out that this should be called Sacramento Family Fitness. The only they have 19 <laughs> locations. They're all in Sacramento. Like they're three blocks away from each other, like a 7-Eleven. And I'm like, why the fuck would you call yourself Cal Family Fitness if you're only here? And so I went and asked somebody. I'm like, I'm gonna find out. I'm gonna find out why they call it Cal Family Fitness. And the guy I asked was like, you know what? <laughs> I never asked that question before. That's a good question. I'm going to go ask my manager. And the motherfucker never came back. <laughs> so, yeah. Cal Family Fitness is a Cal Family farce. Technically, they weren't lying, though. They are in California. And they didn't say California. They just said Cal. So that could be anything. You know what? No, I'm still mad. Like, I thought that was going to work. I even paused for a second. I even stopped for a second. Like, it was going to sink in. Like, like my heart was going to grow three times bigger or something. I was like, and it didn't. Like, fuck them. But I'm stuck because I don't want to go to 24-hour fitness. And that's where everybody kept telling me to go. Hey, man, you know what Cal Family... Like, nobody knew what Cal Family Fitness was, but they all knew. It was like typing in Google.net and your computer just takes you to Google.com because it knows. Hey, man, y'all know where Cal Family Fitness is? Yeah, bro. You go up the block just a little bit. There's a 24-hour fitness. I didn't say 24-hour fitness, man. I said Cal Family. Yeah, right there. Just go up a little bit. What the fuck you talking about, dude? I, You know what? You're high. I'm high. This is over. I used to work at Lucille Roberts gym in in New York. I used to work at Lucille Roberts and each and every one of them, because I used to train at different parts of the city and different boroughs and shit. And every single Lucille Roberts was built over either a Burger King or a Popeye's. Wow. It was fucking horrifying. I was like, is this, is this meant to be like, is this a scam? Are they uh, keep you in business? (laughs) Lucille Roberts? Fucking assholes. So that's that how I would fuck up. I'd be like, hey, babe, you go on in and uh, put your stuff into the locker. I'll be right behind you. <laughs> I will be right back. Welcome to Popeye's. How can I help you? I need three pieces of chicken. <laughs> but you could smell it on the treadmills. You could smell the food on the treadmill. It was horrible. That's it was really up. bad news. Yeah, that's it was terrible. For everybody else, now that I know that you can smell it on the treadmills, that means you can't smell it on me personally. Dude, I'm going in. <laughs> hey, teach, teach. I got to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. And you would see me out the front window going into the Popeye's underneath. I have an infatuation with Popeye's biscuits, uh, mm-hmm. as well as with their uh, spicy chicken. Not their original chicken. Anybody who, re- who eats original chicken, you're a sinner. That's a waste. Why go to Popeye's and get... Original right. chicken. Like, who the fuck wants that life? I've got some leftover Popeye's biscuits in my refrigerator right now. I feel like you're teasing me, and I don't appreciate it. <laughs> and you're still not getting the Sega Genesis, but you can make some crusty biscuits. I, I don't, <laughs> wow. you know no what? Sega Genesis. You know what? But At you this can juncture, get some biscuits. I, you I can am get so the biscuits. <laughs> I'm just saying I am in love with Popeye's and so my brother used to work at Popeye's 
and I would go in there and I would ask him for a supersized pepperoni pizza. Uh, that was the code word to hook it up. And so he'd meet me in the <laughs> back and he'd bring out like this huge whomping bag full of like 20 pieces of chicken and biscuits and all that kind of stuff. He got fired, but I mean, the chicken was good. <laughs> He didn't give a fuck if he got fired. He was like Kendrick Lamar. He he was trying to rob the place the third day he got in. Like, I'm going to sell this chicken on the side. No, you can't reheat Popeye's biscuits. You may as well <laughs> put them in the oven. Corbin lied. He said put them in the, in the microwave. Corbin's a liar. Also a sinner. Um, Aren't we? So, all- <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. I am just saying. Don't trust Corbin when he talks about how to cook food. He doesn't cook. <laughs> I don't know if he cooks or not. I'm just making that up. I lived down so, the street from a Popeye's in Brooklyn, and this girl was that worked there was really always really mean to her manager, and it was such a good scene. Like every time we went in, it was this girl she worked there, and she was so mad at her manager every day that we saw her. And the manager was like this tiny little Indian guy, and he was like, "Um, I, I need you to to just sign the uh, when you leave for the break. I want you to." Sign. She's like, "I signed what I signed, and I need you to leave me alone. How about that? How about you leave me alone?" And he was like, "No, but just." signing the thing. Like, he was so afraid. It was awesome. She's like, I signed what I signed. Just leave me be. And, and oh my goodness. Ah, every time she was just, uh, she was there. He was there. It was a cast. Definitely every cast. single time, every single time they came together, she was just like, I'm one step away from kicking you square in the ass sort of situation. Pretty much, yeah. She was, ah, she was good. I wish that I could have that kind of skill at my job. Like, my manager comes over to me and she's like, Jess, you know, that table needs to be bust. I'm like, oh, okay. I'd be like, I already bust. I'll bust tonight. I think I bust, like, enough. I think I'm done with busing. Like, for the next few hours, at least. Just give me a break on the busing. I'll come bust when I'd like. She'd be like, oh, okay. Like, how do you say no? You know what I mean? Let me say that. No. I went to school how about with kids this? like that. Okay. I'm gonna bust your motherfucking skull if you don't get out my motherfucking face, motherfucker. <laughs> How you like me now? No, no. Yeah, everyone okay, was very man. peaceful. I'm, I'm, I just thought it was very unemployment. <laughs> like, yo, that's 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 the door. That's me. That's me walking out. Okay. Uh, exactly. I'm just sorry. I would be that dude who would immediately go from threatening them to crying. Like, you know what? Say one more thing and see if I don't fuck you the fuck up. I need this job. (laughs) (laughs) I swear to God, if you fire me, I'm going to kill myself. I need this job. He called himself a bitch-made motherfucker. Have you ever had anybody call you from the job that you're working at and tell you, but it's not a manager and they tell you that you're fired? Like I had a girl call me one time and she's like, look, um, you know, the position you were in, it's not, we don't need it anymore filled. So you don't even have to come in anymore. And I was like, who, who is this? And she's like, oh no, I work the night shift. But, um, and I was like, oh, okay. And then I just took it. I was like, all right, bye. Like I didn't show up. I was like, all right, fuck it. I guess I'm fired. <laughs> Some you know random chick called me. I have had kids because I coach um I coach middle school basketball. And so there were like two kids who were doing really well at the tryouts. Like they were able to shoot and, and dribble and play great defense and everything. And so I sent out the list of who made the first cuts. And I was like, all right, y'all, I'll see you on Friday for the second round of cuts, whatever, whatever. And the second, the, and Friday comes and all these kids show up except for these two kids. And I'm like, yo, where are these two kids at? And they were like, I don't know. I guess they don't want to play. And I was like, well, they were the best players on the team. Where the fuck are they? Go find them. 
so those two kids didn't come back. They were just gone. And so five games into the season, they show up to a game and they're just sitting in the crowd. And I see them at halftime and I'm like, yo, why didn't you come to the second round of tryouts? And they were like, we made it. And I was like, yeah, you made it. And they were like, yeah, um, three kids told us we didn't make the team. So we just show up to the second round. <laughs> oh, wow. That was hating. Oh, they, they hated on the babies. And Dang. you know what? You know what? I was on the one hand, I was like the the list was on the gym door for the for the round of cuts. Like your names were on there, and they were like, "Well, we didn't know because two names were scribbled out, and nobody would tell us who they were." So we just assumed that we didn't make the team, and we left. Um, the team went undefeated, so it didn't really matter to me one way or the other. And the kids didn't try out this season, so but it was like, "Yo, I unless I say it, don't believe anything you hear." Kids are dumb. Except for my kids. And so am I. Thank you. <laughs> the well, average bear, I got it. Well, thank you. I have to tell you guys something that happened to me today because it's so heavy on my mind. I um I went to take the bus to because I take the bus around LA and I went to take the bus to um the credit union today. You know, rent is due. And uh I was with the pirate. I don't know if it's in the podcast, but one of the dudes I'm fucking, I call him the pirate. And we were together and we were at this one bus stop and there was a street guy. And I don't know if he was homeless. I call him a street guy. It was a white guy and he was like 40 and I fucking knew him. Okay. I knew him. Like I, I, I grown up with him. Like we were kids together in, in the neighborhood, like we're in the neighborhood that we fucking grew up in. And, um, oh my God, you guys, I was just standing, I'm standing at the, at the bus and, um, and he comes right up to me, recognize me, recognize me, you know? And he's like, Hey, Hey, Jess, Jessica. And I was like, Hey, and I recognize him too. Like as soon as he said my name and I looked him in the eye and I saw these, like these clear blue eyes, but then he was just, 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 just grow you know like the black fingernails and the, and like bloody a little bit and then he was like calling out to somebody at some point and i said to him are are you can i help you with anything and he goes oh no it's it's way too much way too much to even ask you anything to help and i was like okay and then he like turned the corner around and he goes sweet pea sweet pea he was yelling out and i go are you did you lose your dog or something because I feel like a lot of homeless people have a dog you know so I was like did you lose your dog and he's all no it's my girl it's my girl and there was no y'all there was no one around there was no one around except for us so ooh, I'm like shaky talking about it but I I got on the bus and I just started crying like he couldn't he couldn't get on the bus he's the homeless guy but you guys like I, I started crying and I told the pirate I said you know for some reason I feel like guilty in a weird way. Like, I feel like, uh, like how come, you know, how come I'm able to do like all this stuff and I'm able to like tell my stories and, you know, be out with the pirate and go to the credit union and pay my rent and, sh- and hold a job where I, the managers don't like me, you know, all that stuff. And, and, and there's this guy, like, what's the difference? You know what I mean? Like we came up exactly the same. We ran in the streets like bad, bad kids. And he's like, he's still, out there and it really affected me. I I don't, I hope I didn't bring the show to a stop. I just feel like 
it was so heavy and and you know sometimes you just are walking around in your little joy and you're just shaken for a second like reality just uh and it really really got me and uh i just want to say i'm thankful to to be here i'm thankful for for you guys inviting me here and to have this to to do tonight and i just had to say that i just had to tell you what had happened earlier it was heavy it, it was heavy on my heart I'll um Thank you. But I will say this. I, I, I mentioned to him that we have this other friend common, um, this guy, Mike, who's having a hard time as well. He lost his place. He lost his fiance, uh, his fiance broke up with him. Um, he had a, like a tumor in his brain, this kind of thing. And the guy, the homeless guy goes, yeah, I saw that on Facebook. Wait, what? <laughs> Oh, it's a, it's a balance, I guess. Like, fuck. So, yeah, that was something that I had to go down today. I right. Had to share. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. I, I shared his post. I, right. I don't I, know. So. I have um, my my uh, daughter, Gogo, and my son, Triple. Um, they went to school with a kid, and they were like, they go to school in in a uh, part of the city that's you know not really on the up and up you know it's not an up and coming neighborhood um and so this kid that they knew they've known since like fifth grade and they uh were talking with him and then they got on the bus and they they rode to the light rail station they rode home that and died oh. uh, a little bit after oh, wow. Gogo talked with him, spoke with him, he got shot and murdered. And so when they uh, showed up at school the next day, uh, they were there were counselors, grief counselors, and everything. And they were asking what was going on. They were told that this young man had been uh, murdered, and um, it, it it it's it's a difficult task to explain not so much fate um, to explain the way life works sometimes to a kid who is really just trying to figure out why their friend is no longer there who was there with them the day before Um, and as a Christian we have a lot of fucked up terms that we use like God's plan Um, telling somebody who just lost a family member or lost a child that it was God's plan is literally one of the shittiest things you can do and that's just my opinion as a Christian uh, telling somebody who was assaulted that God has a, 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 a plan for them first of all it's lazy second of all it it it, it, it I felt like a motherfucker uh you know what? You just got beat up by six people. God has a plan for you. And I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. We're just going to walk in faith for a while and we'll get there by and by. Um, the second thing was um, this young man, his family came up to the school. His his dad actually uh, that next day went out looking for the people who shot his son and also got shot. Um. <laughs> So, like I said, wow. not the best neighborhood in the world. So, um, 
they're both like son is dead father is in the hospital fighting for his life and um a kid runs into the school because they they found out that it was gang related and the kid runs into the school and says i'm glad he's dead because they were in a rival gang and then this kid immediately gets chased down by like 20 other kids who are grieving for their friend in the midst of all of this there's teachers who are saying in this time in this situation you just got to keep them in your prayers the fuck is that gonna do for somebody what is what is keeping somebody in your prayers do what has that ever done like makes you feel good i feel like you're doing something oh it makes you feel good i thought you meant it made the victims feel good like you know what no, no, it makes the person oh, no. feel good because then what do you have to do after that? Well, death is for the living. You know what I mean? That's what everybody we 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 all do what we think we should do when when people die. We don't know what the right thing is. I think people get really really freaked out about it and then react in different ways, and then other people can't accept. But I don't think there's one right way at all to grieve. No, right? I mean. You're absolutely right. I'm just, my mindset is if you tell me, if, if something happens traumatic to me and you tell me that it's God's plan or that you're praying for me, I, I'm, I'm likely just going to shrug at you like this and ask you literally, the fuck does that mean, Kobe Bryant? The fuck? <clears throat> what, well, my friend just says now, he says, because we've had so many people pass, uh, he says, you know what I just tell people now? I just tell people, you know what? I love you. I love you. If you yeah. lost somebody, you just he goes, "I love you." And and, and uh, if you need yeah, something, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I can do Look, literally if it's this like it's just this simple. If something bad happens, I will say to you, "Yo, if there's anything I can do to help out, let me know. I love you and I'm here for you. And I'm sorry for your loss." But <laughs> like like to like see that cosign that means I'm right. Yeah, she always <laughs> likes stuff. She likes what she likes. But to but to tell somebody that God doesn't give you more than you can handle, as uh Fallon said in the chat, that, that's fucked up. That's shitty. Yeah. Like, you know what you can't handle? You can't handle these hands, motherfucker. I'm a I'm a fuck you the fuck up. I do know somebody that got punched doing that. A friend actually <laughs> lost one of her children and someone said, well, God wouldn't give you more than you can handle. And it was, it was too quick. Bam! Just, it was so quick. And I was just like, well, that's what you get. <laughs> right. Like, I can't even sympathize with you. I'm just standing over you shaking my head like, right. mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, well. Damn shame what happened to your eyeball. I'm a pray for <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna keep you lifted, <laughs> and we'll understand it better by and by. <laughs> like, fuck you and your eyeball. Like exactly, it is absolutely fine to not say anything. Sometimes, when you are in your deepest, darkest times, you just want somebody to listen. Sometimes you don't need advice. Sometimes you just need to know that somebody's willing to listen to what you have to say, which again is why we here at Single Simulcast always say, look, we're here. No matter what, we'll listen. 
I may not have the right answers, which is why I'm gonna be quiet, but I'm gonna listen. And if you need to hit me up on Instamester on, on, on Facebook or on Twitter or whatever, to listen because we know what it's like to feel like you're alone and to feel like the world is just collapsing on you and, 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 and there's no way out of that hole. And sometimes you just want somebody to sit in that hole with you and listen to you tell them how you got into that hole in the first place. Sometimes that's all it takes to on. And so again, I, I, I blame Jess for this. That's how this part got so real was Jess, but again, in this time right now, if you need to talk to anybody, yo, real talk, Rashani at yahoo.com, Rashani one at yahoo.com, Rashani at gmail.com. I got all the Rashani's on lock. Um, yeah, I had to. What's other, going on? Are other, you okay? Because the other, Rashani, the other Rashani in the world, like there's me and then there's my son. And then there's this super famous Indian singer who lives like across the world and she is killing it. So people destroying the game. Like, and there's only one I in her name. So people hit me up on accident. But seriously, we're here and um, no judgments, no nothing. Just We just want you to know that you're in a safe place and that we love you. Like, there's literally no reason to walk alone because uh, I don't know about the whole keep you in our prayers thing, but I will keep you in my ears and I'll keep you in my heart and I'll listen. And if you need me to talk back, I'll talk back. Um, so a Russian man died he's dead um a russian man died after he pulled the pin out of a hand grenade and posted photographs of himself holding it (laughs) did you say happen who would have thought that would happen is that what you said (laughs) did you say this jessica who would have thought this would happen what is stupid <laughs> is? <laughs> I can't oh, believe wow. this. I used to have a Russian waxer, and she always she we'd see each other, and she'd be like, "How is your pasunya?" Okay, don't yell that. We're in the restaurant. <laughs> you know, like people understand. People don't understand. Relax, yeah, it's pasunya. <laughs> and so I would the cat. I'd be like, "Here, pasunya, pasunya," and she'd be like, "Jesse, no, Jesse, stop." <laughs> Her favorite movie, I swear to God, I can't even make this up. Her favorite movie was Police Academy. She's been in America 30 years. Her fucking favorite. I was like, what? what? I don't even understand. She's like, move it, move it. Oh, that Mahoney, he gets in so many crazy times. Like, I I can't make that up. I gave her the DVD for Christmas. <laughs> she loved it so much. She was so happy. Oh, Jesse. Did she say... After that, like I, I, I feel like I feel like no. you should have gotten a discount for giving her her favorite movie. No, nope. no, it's always the cost. The wax costs me, Jesse. I have to charge you because wax costs money. Uh, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> I don't do that anymore. <laughs> Fuck that. The pirate doesn't mind a hairy bush. I'm like, woohoo! The bush is back. <laughs> Grow it out, ladies. Nobody's there gonna was a- away. They don't. I've never been turned away for a hairy bush. This is exciting. Spread the word. 
Spread your legs. Let it grow. I feel like Harry Bush should run for president right now. Like Harry Bush is just like the front runner. Like we had a couple years of Bush and then there was a uh, pecker in the middle and now their Bush is back and it's just <laughs> both Bush. Wait, Harry what Bush. these nuts? Yeah, what I voted for these nuts mm. twice. Oh. I voted for these nuts in the primary and I voted for these nuts in the presidential. I wrote him in. <sighs> Thanks for helping. Nobody, nobody likes these nuts. <laughs> Look. I wanted. I, I would much rather have had these nuts and Dick Cheney in the primary than Trump. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So these nuts and Dick. That was that was my running mates right there. That's who I was going to vote for was these nuts and Dick in 2016, and shit fell apart. Look at that. <laughs> Where'd she go? <laughs> she left. Where did I go? Where'd she go? <laughs> oh my god! I, I didn't even do it. I'm just saying. Uh, I, I to go all in for Dick and these nuts, and I was left flaccid. I just, I, uh, I couldn't get enough support to uh, get them in uh, to office. Yeah, That's this it. last year does feel like trying to flaccid dick into a condom. Just like, ugh, it's just a, you know, just awful. Like, awful. I've had those experiences where it was mode. I'm not proud of it. I literally opened the condom up wider, like spread it with my fingers. Like, I'm just going to snap it to the bottom and then it's going <laughs> to fill itself out. Like, don't leave. Um, no. I'm going to pull this this way. And I'm going to get a running start and I'm just going to jump in and don't move. Stay right there. This has never happened before. I swear to God, mm-hmm. uh, open it. And it just, Shanta, you got on a head wrap. You're not covering your ears. You got on <laughs> earphones. I know. Wrap. I know. Covering with I you. know. You can still hear me if you, co- you know what? I did get a little bit quieter. That is crazy. Anyhow. So I was stretching it open, right, with two thumbs, and I was trying to jump into a full dick. And the dick was like, mm-mm-mm. And my wife was like, I'm going to sleep. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> this has never happened to me before. Um, do you mind, like, just give me a moment? Just walk with me as I walk with Jesus. And she was like, you know what? I'll just I'll keep you in my prayers. And she went to sleep. <laughs> Keep you in my purse. Were you mad at her? Did you, you jerk laugh. off and jizz on her back when you? When you <laughs> oh, no, no. I mean, I have no. you're married. She's not going anywhere. I have thought about it. I have thought about jacking off my wife's yeah. back, but there's two reasons why I've never actually done that. One, I feel like she'd wake up like after I jacked <laughs> off on her back, like the red spot on her back would wake her up, and I get in trouble. And two. Like, what the fuck am I supposed to do after I jack off and come on her back? Like, am I supposed to come back with a towel and be like, just don't, don't worry about what that is on your back. I, I drool a lot. Just don't look at me. Um, and three, that one's right there. And my iPad has porn. I can take care of myself without messing up my bed. Um, yeah, and, Superman. <laughs> and I can, That's a reference I, I, I get. I'm, <laughs> Corbin. Thanks, Corbin. I'm just saying, I've never, I've, I, I've heard people talk about doing it to their wives. I'm like, I don't know what kind of relationship you have where your wife will let you do that. 
and there's no repercussions. Well, I feel like if you come on your wife's back, that's fighting words. If you want to get stabbed, yeah, please by all means. Right? What? Right. And like, like if, what? You ne- if you never want to have sex with that person again, like, yeah, come on her back. Go ahead, guys. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> Y'all like, are I'm so not- unforgiving. I'm like, what's that? Oh, okay, baby. All right. You good? You good? Okay, girl. Get out. I'm like, I'm so codependent. I'm like, don't leave. Don't leave. Well, you gotta leave. Don't leave. Just come on the back. I'm like, I'm just leave. I mean, and the other thing that just sticks in my mind is the fact that in my worst dreams, as I'm seriously jacking off to come on her back because she deserves it, I guess. I don't know how this works. I don't she know. She uh-oh. She turned over. Like my wife doesn't. She's not a sound sleeper, so she'll turn <laughs> over just to wake. Like her eyes will be open, and I, I just, I, I don't know how to explain that. Like, hey, here, like roll over, like not tonight, Harvey Weinstein. Pow! Like, knock your dick out of your hand. Oh! <laughs> like seriously, there's no good way out of that. Like you're never gonna get to come again. You're never gonna. You're, you're you're literally your sex is done for at least a month. Your wife is gonna be like, clean that up. Um, and <laughs> honestly, to just come on somebody's back, I feel like I'm doing my own sperm a disservice. Like I feel like that revenge jerk thing. <laughs> going, where are we going? Where are we going? I don't know. But he's getting. He's priming us. He's getting us ready. Where are we going? Where are we going? Not the back. And it's like. Why did I just waste them like that? I, we're not going to live forever. There's just a few of them in the shotgun. Why did I just let off a load? Because I was upset. That's what Trump supporters need to think of. Trump <laughs> supporters are the ones who will jerk off on somebody's back without thinking about the, the future ramifications. Full circle. Full circle. <laughs> well, I, I just have to say, I did not support Trump. <laughs> I did not support him. I mean, if there was anywhere else, like, I think that if I could, like, just nut anywhere else safely without getting in any trouble and not having to clean anything up, I'd do it. I just, I just feel like, what if I miss? What if I'm aiming at her back and I miss and it goes over her and it hits, like, the wall or something? Like, what if... Like I am a furious squirter. Squirter. <laughs> oh my god! See, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna bring that up. I'm not gonna bring that up. But you talking about what if I miss is making me think of a movie reference with a jacked up dude. I'm not gonna bring that up. But I feel like I feel like it would be in her hair. Like she'd have that. Uh, when she woke up the next day, she just had that big comb over stuck in her hair. Like, oh, or it would. That's so fantastic! I'd have to wake her up. Like, look, baby, doesn't they look like the Virgin Mary? Ooh. If you, if you're, if, if the pirate, Art. if the pirate, Art. if the pirate, <laughs> yeah, yeah. shot, it yeah. hit like the the bed post or something like that, and the sperm just happened to run into the shape of Jesus. I would, would boomerang that shit. I would boomerang that shit in a second. Boomerang. Yeah. <laughs> get it. I would call the news. <laughs> I'd be like, look, I shot onto the bedpost and it looks like Jesus. Take pictures. Yes, you can. Jizzy Jesus. Jizzy Jesus. And you know, the hipsters would go mad for that shit. I could sell it in Silver Lake for like $500. 
<laughs> all women would become like it is Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Praying in front of it. <laughs> the seed, the seed of the Lord, the seed of the Lord. Nah. Praise, oh, praise him! <laughs> Which one of your magnificent dick did this? It was mine. Praise him! Praise him! By the way, my daughter is sick. If I take some home with me, can I heal her with it? <laughs> Rub a little on her on her shoulder if it's sore. Yeah, it'll take care of arthritis. Just rub some on your forehead. <laughs> if you're having My trouble with, <laughs> with the end test, just a little dab will do you. Just a little. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, praise yeah. Jesus. <laughs> I love Jesus Christ. It's the second coming. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. I feel like the gates of heaven just closed on me. I'm going to die and get to heaven, and, and St. Peter's going to be St. Peter's going to be standing outside like, you thought. <laughs> Remember the jit? Show? Uh, Jesus isn't so funny now, is he? Where's Jesus now? Uh, oh my god! Oh my god! Exactly! Uh, exactly! God, I I kind of want to practice now. I feel like, look, I've seen so many horrible things just get canonized because they look like Jesus. Yeah, what that happened? Toast, mm-hmm. toast. Uh, uh, like, like, what if something completely horrible looks like Jesus, like a shit stain in somebody's underwear? Ooh, that's so gross. <laughs> it's somebody that's awful. I actually, I feel like so <laughs> I had a heart, one a shape of a heart in my pad, my maxi pad. It was the shape of a heart. My, mm-hmm. I had bled into a shape of a heart. I thought that was delightful. I took a photo. Ah, <laughs> <Gee>. <laughs> you should have at that point did the lottery like god was telling you at that point in time i support you today like maybe not tomorrow but right now you are everybody everybody's had those days where everything just goes your way and there has to be something that happens to make you that lucky that day i think the chores was the heart pad i think you're right thank you and i'm gonna go I'm really gonna like work on that. Like I'm gonna figure out how to like I feel like I'd go to hell, but the payoff would be so worth it if I could jizz Jesus. <laughs> uh, well don't give up on Jesus. your dreams. I won't. I believe in miracles. Oh, that ain't the word. That ain't the song. I believe in miracles. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> when I come oh. you say but yeah, back to the Russian who died from the grenade. Ah. Uh. Wow. <laughs> I forgot all about that. Oh, this is like my show. <laughs> I'm all over the place. 
Yeah, that's what she said. Wait. Um, as she woke up and she was like, what the fuck is that on the wall? Well, that right there is Jesus. And that's Bambi. And that's an egg. I don't know. I kind of ran out of steam on that third shot. And then that one right there, that's just sperm. You can't look too far into it. Like, Hey, lovely people. Give these other lovely people money because they work hard and they deserve it. And they are an amazing contribution to humans everywhere. Um, you're listening to Single Simulcast. Hey, this is Sherazar, a.k.a. Shami, a.k.a. Random Mess from the Third Side, also known as Some Call Me Sunshine. As always, this is Single Simulcast. Uh, this is Ray, uh, aka Black Show Bob, and you're listening to Single Simulcast. I'm Amber P. I'm also black, sexy, geeky, and mental. And you are listening to Single Simulcast. Rock on, cool kids. That was, that simply, was simply sensational. sensational. Single, Single Simulcast will surely surface speedily. Bitches. <laughs> Single Simulcast wants your reviews. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Music, or wherever you listen to us. Tag Single Simulcast with the screenshot of your review on Facebook, or use the hashtag SSCast on Twitter. Enjoy the rest of the show. Hi, this is your man Jeremy from the Crown of Collars Podcast, and you are listening to Single Simulcast with my man Rashani and Shante Fabulous, your favorite podcaster's favorite podcaster. And I'm your favorite podcaster. So that should be your favorite podcaster, because I'm your fave, fave, and your fave, fave. Check them out on Single Simulcast. And check out Crown of Collars. Find wherever you can find great podcasts and the CSPN Network. Hey, hey, hey. I know you're probably wondering who I am. Well, my name is Joy, and I'm the host of Fresh Out the Cocoon, a podcast that gets real about being black and being fabulous all at the same damn time. Trust, you don't want to miss the things that are discussed on this show. So join me every other Sunday as I release new episodes. I'm currently on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Spreaker, and TuneIn Radio. Are you interested in supporting this black podcast? Awesome! Become a Patreon member at www.patreon.com slash single simulcast. And for $5, you'll be able to chat with the hosts during our monthly Q and Awesome session. You can also support the show via our Teespring store at teespring.com slash stores slash single dash simulcast and get a shirt or a mug. You also have the option to put a little something in our cup at paypal.me slash single simulcast. I, oh, I hate a lazy woman now with, with bras now. I like ladies. If you're the type of lazy bitch that just only do one or two hooks, and you got a three hook bra or you got a two hook bra, and you only do one hook. Use a lazy ass. Hook every single goddamn one. Hook them. <laughs> now nah, you know what's even. Now nah, you know what's even lazy than that. This this is probably like when you deep down in your relationship, when she don't want she don't. You want to you want to take the time, and she don't want to take the time, and she won't even take the bra all the way off. She just pulls the titty over the top. She's like here, and you like really, really. <laughs> He's just gonna pull a single titty out, and the titty don't look like it want to be here at all. <laughs> the titty come out the bra like you again. <laughs> hey, what's happening, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to the Bad Advice Show with me and my partner. 
Baker Bone. You listen to us on the coast of the podcast. Make sure you support our sponsors to keep this show free. And we'll be back here today to tell you stuff that you shouldn't do, but you're going to do anyway because my voice is so soothing. You did something, and I, I heard me. Something, 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 something. I don't something, anymore. Something, something for the honeys. A little something, something, something for the honeys. Yeah. Guy that likes the. I don't even know the words anymore. I can't remember the words either. Actually, that's what was just happening. I was like, "What did he say in that song?" I really don't know any of the words. Yeah, that was his, that was his. <laughs> that, all you know is you know what? Something for the honeys. You know what? I bet you we play that song as soon as we hear it, we're gonna know the words sporadically. I'm the kind of guy that likes to pick you up. That's not it. <laughs> in my something something truck. Put it in your butt. <laughs> <laughs> that should be it. That's a much better line than whatever he came up with. Dang. Montel Jordan, his one something for the honeys isn't even one of his top five songs on uh, Spotify. Are you serious? Ow. Like he has, he what has, else? he has four other songs. <laughs> Let's get it on tonight. <laughs> Let's get it on tonight. Uh, okay, yeah. okay. okay. I forgot about that song. Wait, this is how you do it is on there twice? It's like a remix? Probably because you know, if you have a best of album. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, how the fuck does he have a best of album? I don't know. Unless he was on it. Kick back. I turn yeah. around my baseball cap. I'm a 46. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. Coming right back at you. Is like this something for the hunters? Yeah, he is. Yeah, that's what he did, man. He would he would sound like he was about to rap and he'd sing Tyree Styles. Baby, this is for you and you and definitely you. Type of guy who takes time to just kick back. Turn around, my baseball cap. I got a forty-six. Ivory. So let's see. Even worth my while. I'm so and I know that's I'm hit it and I hit it if she's with it. I get the five to the six, seven digits. Call her up for myself. And all the shit that I say. The funny thing will begin when I hit is the scissors. <laughs> you, you fucking called that shit. As soon as the fucking song played, it was like, I got it. Simulcast. Alexander Sasha Chekich was killed instantly in the incident in the city in southwest Russia. According to a local news outlet, the man has sent a text to a friend, including a picture of the grenade in his hand with the pin pulled from the device lying nearby. Text exchange, the man's friend asked him where he is and if everything's okay. (laughs) The man replied by saying, it depends by what you mean okay, he replied, posting the photograph of the grenade. His friend then replied, listen, don't fuck around before following it up with, where are you? To which he received no response. According to Russia's Interfax News Service, police have launched an investigation into the illegal trafficking of weapons and ammunition. A source who spoke to Interfax said, apparently, 
the guy did not manage to insert the hand grenade pin back in. The explosion broke him in half. Police believe Checkin expected the grenade would not explode as long as he didn't throw it. <laughs> no, wait, no. Feel that it reminds me too much. Here's the one issue I have. No, here's the here's the issue I have with the show. The issue that I have with the show is that there's people who are able to they pull out black people when they need to make a point. That's the Mm -hmm. issue that I have with the show. There's white people on the show that when they need to make a point, they pull out black people. Like this season, they have a kid on the show named Liam. He's the only black person in the family. And to prove a point, they have him going to a white school where they keep pulling him out of class so then they can show that they have diversity. That's not the big point. The big point is uh, he lives in this wretched neighborhood while all the people who go to this private school live in like mansions and stuff. And so one of his school friends drives him home from school in his Range Rover. And as they're driving home in this Range Rover, they drive past all these black men fighting in the streets. And the one thing that ran through my mind as I watched this episode was, where the fuck did all these black people come from? Because they've never shown them in any episode of the eight seasons they have. But all of a sudden, there's like ten black guys in the middle of the street throwing hands. Just to show this is dangerous. That's the problem that I have with this show. Like, why did you so much from white people just throwing up being a or something? Because I can understand that in this neighborhood. It's a bunch of Irish people live in this neighborhood. So where's the black folks come from? I felt like it was a little too over the top. I felt like it was over the top. Like I didn't really believe it. it was like, like I grew up with drunks and 
whispering like y'all are fucking posers. <laughs> like yeah, that's how I. It's true. I, I'm afflicted with that, and thank you for pointing it out because I have an affliction of that where I think I'm cooler. It's true. I'll admit it right now. I feel like I'm, I'm cooler than a lot of people in a lot of ways. I feel like I did stuff first, and a lot of people did. I do. I'm gonna tell you right now: drugs, tattoos, gangs, all that stuff. I'm like that. Yeah. People try to make a show about it. I'm like, I don't know. It's gotta be really. Really real, you know. Yeah, I felt that. I, I felt that way on um, Webster. <laughs> um, when the uh, black kid was adopted by all the white people, uh, I didn't get adopted by white people. I just felt like it should have happened first, and I just felt like I um, was not given a fair shake in being chosen for this role. Then I found out the West was fucking seventeen at that age. And he was like 16. I was like, that is shitty. Um, so there was a sad at the Dufferin Mall in Toronto, and he was faced with a much larger dilemma than an ornery child this week uh, when an adult woman challenged his very identity. She came out and said, do you have a sleigh? No, you fucking dickhead. As she called for security to remove the seemingly fake Santa. You're not even real. I heard about it when I was a young kid. The security guards eventually end up speaking with the woman, going on the profoundly laced argument against Santa Claus, or perhaps his standard replacement. Quote, you're not magic, you're not real, she continues. Uh, how old was this female person? Does not say. But a, Just says an adult woman. A, a grown, a, a grown, a grown autistic, autistic woman. Like a grown autistic woman, right? I mean, something, right? There's no, this is a grown-ass woman. Somebody probably tapped her on the back and was like, hey, hey, <laughs> no, we, we know he's not real. Shut the fuck up. I'm talking with Santa. His name is Claude. It's on his shirt. It says Santa Claude, not Santa Claude. So Santa, where the fuck was you at four years ago when I asked for a bicycle? Santa's not real. What does he mean, Santa's not real? <laughs> well, now that you know, let me just tell you what I know. <laughs> I saw Dad putting together your bicycle. And then we had to say, well, Santa bought some of your gifts, and I bought some of your gifts. I bought the gifts. This is why every parent tells us when I'm
a fifth grader telling me that motherfucker ain't real. That motherfucker ain't real. And by the way, if you pee in her face, <laughs> she won't get pregnant, but she will sprout wings. Like that's the next wow. education that I had was that like piss with like Red Bull. It just gave you wings. <laughs> you would just float away into ecstasy. Um, yeah, it was all awkward. I had a very awkward childhood because nobody wanted to tell me shit, uh, and and Same. everything was made up. Right? Yeah. We like, like, why not just tell us? Yeah. Why not? Mine assumed that I knew, which I felt was really harsh. You know, like, uh, oh, you know, Santa Claus isn't real. I'm five, but not really. <laughs> I didn't know. You guys just, well, there it is. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> you do yeah. know. Like, and I remember getting busted rolling a joint when I was like seven or eight. And it was a grown up that came in the room and they were like, what are you doing? And I thought, oh shit. And they go, give me that. I'll show you how to do it right. <laughs> <laughs> what are you Hashtag doing? parenting. What are you doing? I'm rolling a joint. Wrong. You're rolling a blunt. Here's how you do it. Oh, you. Uh, you're doing it wrong. Just back up. Back up. Hey, get me that water over there because I need to dip this side. Right here. We're going to break it down a little bit more. It was a good effort for... shit himself, his attorney claimed. Wait a minute, wait, who choked him? I don't think that in everyday course of business we poop ourselves or go around defecating ourselves, his attorney Jonathan Marco said. Let's back up. Sevy went to pay his $10 parking ticket in Royal Oaks 44th District Court in February, but he was told he'd have a $1.75 surcharge on his credit card. He wasn't happy and he left. His attorney said he came back to pay with rolls of pennies. He's on video with the court officers and his bag of pennies making what his 
attorney called a symbolic protest. <laughs> Quote, he wasn't happy about it, so in symbolic protest, he brought back Penny Roll to pay for his ticket. The clerk wasn't too happy about that, so they refused to allow him to pay what Penny Rolls, Marco said. The entire exchange was captured on surveillance video, which Marco showed to Fox 2. Video, you see Sevy and the court officer exchange words. Sevy was asked to leave, but it didn't end there. As he was leaving the courthouse with his back to the officer, the court officer began to choke him out. Grabbing him and brought him to the ground. Mr. Sevy passed out and shit himself. Yeah, that's really awful. Yeah, that's like that. No, that officer should have kept his hands to his damn self when he was walking away and the pennies were rolled up. Wait. Like it wasn't even like it wasn't even a bag of pennies that he would have had to count. They were rolled up. <laughs> it's just like take the pennies. It's fifty cents. I know what you're saying. They're all rolled up. I'm here with you. Take them. I don't under I don't understand. Unless they don't Maybe nobody comes to pick up the deposit and here's a dollar seventy-five with pennies just hanging out. I don't know. It doesn't seem like it should warrant choking somebody out and making them shit. First of all, there's never a wrong time to choke somebody out. Secondly, I, I hear what you're saying, but at the same time, motherfucker tried it. You you, <laughs> you tried it. Like you and and the dude told him to leave a couple times while he was standing there with his bag of pennies. They didn't know that there were, he probably didn't even get a chance to bring out, you know what? They probably started off as penny rolls and probably poured them all into the bag. So, his attorney is saying that there were penny rolls. We don't know that he got choked the fuck out and shit himself over a $10 ticket that he could have paid in cash. You could have paid this. He went, look, 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 Shotley, look at that. Look at the screen, Shotley. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. The motherfucker had cash. He had dollars. He went and made those dollars into pennies just to be a jackass. And what's wrong with that? I'm not seeing the problem. Yeah, I'm not. I, look, I'm not siding with the woes. I'm not siding with the police. That's no problem. No, it's not happening. It's not happening. He's not siding with the guy. Wasn't the, he? He wasn't. When they say court officer, I don't think it was a court officer. I think it was just somebody like somebody who works the like, DMV. And I think that's why I feel so strongly about this. Cause I've seen, I've seen people come to the DMV and pay with change. But that's like the most okay. mildly petty thing you can do. It's petty, but it's mild. It's acceptable so petty. So, they didn't know he was going to shit himself. Well, it's not like he played Santa with it and like sprinkled pennies all around, you know. <laughs> splash, right? Splash the desk <laughs> like rounders. <laughs> Twinkle them. One of these is a buffalo penny. <laughs> Can we just admit that it was a shitty situation for everybody involved? <laughs>
ask yourself, I have questions. Uh, the dry cleaner's like a doctor. bring in their palm dress that had like vomit all the way down the front of it. Like green exorcist bile all the way down it. And they just dropped it on the counter and dipped out. White privilege. <laughs> pretty, much. pretty much. And um Also got sent to jail. What? The, the shitter? Yeah. Like I said, it was a shitty situation. So he, the court officer choked him out, grabbing him, brought him to the ground. Mr. Savvy passed out and shit himself, and then he was arrested and tossed into jail. Oh my god, why? Why? Choked out, you go into jail with shitty draws. And so you're in jail, and everybody's like, hey, dog, what you in here for? Assault. Hey, what you in here for? Murder. What you in here for? See, I... Here. <laughs> That's well, I Look, you're going to laugh when you answer that question. Wait, I, like, I want him to ask the whole gang dude. It's like, hey, hey, are any of those people that feel like we don't need pennies anymore? Or just, did some of y'all think we can still need pennies? <laughs> And I answered. And this is an officer of like a thousand people. 
I just happened to get the call right back. And he was like, it didn't work, motherfucker. So, <laughs> guy, <laughs> this guy was probably yelling at the court officer like, yeah, motherfucker, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to come right back and whoop, 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 and whatever. And he came back and the court officer was like, you got the money? And he was like, yeah, I got the money. And he was like, well, give me the money. And he pulled out the pen and that's when the fight really started. Like, I can picture that because the court officers, it's not like there's a bunch of them working behind the counter. We've all had to pay a ticket. There's only like three of them behind the counter in the first place. And this motherfucker probably thought, I'm going to wait for him. Now you won't pass me. I'm waiting for him right there. I'm pointing at two people. He double-pointed at him like fucking Hulk Hogan. Like, and got up to the front. It was like, do you? And the guy was probably really nice about it. Workers or whatever. Do you have the ten dollars, sir? Yes, I do have the ten dollars. Can I have the ten dollars, sir? Yeah, yeah, you can have it. And he started pulling out pennies, and that's when he got choked the fuck out. No sympathy. <laughs> 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 but in the. <laughs> The story it says that he's leaving, he's walking wow. out. So there was no struggle reported in this story. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Just anyway, pulling a roll at him. As he leaves, the court officer is like, you know what? If he comes back again, I'm gonna deal with this shit all day. Let me just take care of this right the fuck now. <laughs> Because he already came back twice. <laughs> exactly. Next time, you know what? Look, me personally, this is me. This is Rashani. Hate mail can be sent to single soundcast at gmail.com. If I talk to you and you get mad and you leave and you come back, you come with a credit card the first time and I talk to you, leave mad. And you come back without the credit card with the next time you come with petty ass pennies. And then you leave again. I'm expecting you to come back and shoot the place up. Oh. <laughs> At that juncture, I'm thinking that you're crazy. Oh, you're just trying to do something really escalation. I'm just going to take you Went from pennies to gunshots. Right. <laughs> pennies to Beretta. But it doesn't take much for folks to just start popping off in this day and age. That's my wife. Hey, boo. Hey.
discount monthly bus pass thinking she was getting a great deal. Um, <laughs> guess what? It was fake. And apparently you can't use fake bus passes in the subway. You can't stick them in the thing because it'll eat them. I did not know that. And so <laughs> I had words with the attendant who called the cops on me thinking I was trying to get over Um that was resolved and then when I brought a proper bus pass I snatched it from her and she's like you ugly bitch and I'm like you lucky I didn't fuck you up in the subway and the same officers I just dealt with heard that and came right back down um, and they're like do we have a problem and I said I don't know do we do we have do we have a problem and she said well do you want to go to jail and I just stood there and I did this kept coming closer and she said is it worth going to jail and I went like this and guess what I spent the weekend Jessica it was the great white poet uh, whatever his name is who said you gotta know when to hold him <laughs> what are you in here for girl Like it was walking distance. He just walked no blurb blurb. He didn't get in his car or anything. He literally walked behind me to my house. And I'm so blind with the I just moved my girlfriend. She saw my butt. The next step is sex. That I walked <laughs> into my house and closed the door. So I get in my house, I close the door. As soon as I close the door, <laughs> like I literally close the door in his face. So as soon as I close the door. <laughs> And I opened the door because I just got in there and there's a cop. And he's like, hey, 
And I'm like, hi, my brother's not here right now because I just figured he was there to arrest my brother. I was like, my brother's not here right now. He didn't do nothing. Get off him. And we were in D.C. We had just transplanted from California to D.C. I was like, this was like my opportunity to remake myself in the image of what I wanted to be. And at the age of, at that point, I had just turned 18. And at the age of 18, I wanted to be a gangbanger. So, so I was people is people. really the first step. Because I was sagging my pants so far down that you could see my ass. That's how they did it, where I was from. So I was told. So, um, like, I was like, my brother's not here. And he was like, yeah, um, I'm here for you. And I was like, is your mom here? And I was like, yeah, she's here. And he was like, Fry, get your mom. How old are you? And I was like, I just turned 18. And he was like, see, if you had said that you were 17, I would just talk to your mom and give you a ticket and bounce out. But because you said you're 18, you're under arrest. And I got linked up and taken in for bucking up with a cop and had to sit in the cell for like six hours while I got bailed out. So... That I wouldn't have done at the age of 37. As needlessly pursuing a cop and just antagonizing, I'm, I'm 18. What you gonna do? So apparently, I didn't know that 18 was an adult age because yeah, I got locked up and now I know. Don't be wounding people, uh, especially not at the age of 18 or up. Like if you're 17 and a half, don't go crazy. I guess. Tell that to me and my old boyfriend. Me and my ex-boyfriend, I dated this white guy in New York City. We were in Brooklyn, and we used to wait for those double buses to go by. And uh, I would scream out, hey, everybody, fresh ham. And we'd go, ah. <laughs> <laughs> White asses out there. And we were like, just walk away. Get away with everything. Hold drugs, kill people. It was great. Just being white, you know. Just being white. See, and, and, and. We used to draw dicks on subway posters. Like there was one for Tori, what's her name, and her the husband, and they had a little baby. Well, and, and the baby was like, "Yay!" And we were um, two, two dicks. Like he loves dicks. <laughs> 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 oh wow! Talking about Tori Spelling. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Tori Spelling. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Get away with a lot. I knew it wasn't illegal to moon somebody. <laughs> no, it's not illegal. <laughs> Not if you're white. No. Oh, there's tons of stuff. I, I like I, what I'm doing now is stand up. Is I get up on stage and I go, "Hey, how does it feel to be around the most dangerous person in the room?" I said, "Unless there's a, a white guy here who's straight, I am dangerous. Watch your fucking backs. I can say anything." And white people are like, "What?" And black people are like, "Oh, God bless. Nobody knows." Black people are like, "I don't feel comfortable with her." I don't like her. She's not funny. I don't know what she's talking about. I don't like her at all. Yeah, I get a lot of shit. I don't like. A a Florida man, uh, Bruce John Homer. Oh, Bruce John Homer. That is a Florida name, by the way. That is that is three first names. That is Florida (laughs) to a core. Bruce John Homer, sixty-one was so driven to prove that a busy intersection in his neighborhood was unsafe that police said he purposely crashed his truck into an SUV to make the point. People are always running the stop signs at this intersection, and since you law enforcement guys don't do anything about it, 
I did, Homer told the police after his Sunday smash-up. The SUV driver told deputies he was going through the intersection of Claremont when Homer's truck pulled out in front of him. The motorist said Homer then walked up to him and said, You ran the stop sign and this is the 10th accident at this intersection and they won't do anything until someone dies. Deputies say Homer took credit for the crash, and it may not have been his first. Homer told investigators he and his wife almost crashed the same intersection a couple weeks ago. This guy literally went death wish on the uh, intersection. I'm going to prove that somebody can get murdered with a gun by taking his gun and murdering somebody. I'm going to prove that you can crash at this intersection by waiting until somebody is right in front of me and then pull out. Which, by the way... The pull-out method never works. <laughs> pull out no, tell me as many times as you want. I'll still do it. <laughs> Terrible. I should keep Jess down. I mean, but I should. I really should. There's a simplest tsunami out this way, so we gotta be careful. Yeah, they have pull-outs for it. Seriously? Whatever the, the the not you know the resistant to antibiotics mm-hmm. whatever is whatever you know all of that stuff so yeah but yeah I, I, I saw a picture of like feet that were like all kind of blotchy and stuff as far as the syphilis and stuff so yeah syphilis is back syphilis feet ooh <laughs> like I didn't even know you could get syphilis <laughs> I feel like it, feel look, it looked real bad. <laughs> It looked right. real bad. Right. It looked it looked like last stages kind of stuff, but yeah, it looked. I gotta go. Well, you my could die. But it's flaring up. Like, I, how do you exactly. know you got syphilis? But well, my feet get ashy. Like, I don't understand what syphilis foot looks like. I don't know, but I have a lump on my foot that I don't know what it is. Now I'm scared. <laughs> it might be syphilis. <laughs> I gotta Google it now. Go to WebMD and find out you're dying. <laughs> All uh, thanks to your show. I'm sorry to tell you this. <laughs> but, uh, you have a large expanse of syphilis in your big toe. <laughs> and uh, either we cut it off or you're going to go blind. It's simply yeah, yeah. and crazy. And then I walk behind them with no shoes on. And now I got syphilis foot. Put some shoes on your feet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, shoes. I mean, like a cow family fitness here. <laughs> Not anywhere else in the world. Do you work for these people? This is like the third advertisement that we were doing. Because I want this bread, damn it. Yeah, like the next town over. I thought they had 19. 
Avengers have signs coming soon. A new gym experience. Like, it's fucked up. And it's like, it's like where on one side of the street it's sunny and on the other side of the street it's raining. That's Cal Family Fitness. <laughs> Nobody else knows it exists. It's like Hogwarts. <laughs> all the elon stuff recently all right i just have to say that but uh, uh because you know i started this song on his like he was the first one to bring me i mean i hate him but he was the first one to bring me <laughs> i do he was not wow. nice to me. he was not nice to me but uh he was the first one to bring me into this arena so i'm always been grateful always been grateful for that um uh, he did he told me yes sir yes sir. call on me call on me see that one yes, over there yes, see that one with the Looking oh, yeah, over his shoulder. Justin. So what, that what, uh, podcast group that we were talking about? Yeah. Elon runs it. <laughs> oh. oh, really? Oh, that's so well, funny. Yeah. Well, for the small world, technically, we the mods run it. Um, they run it. Yeah. Elon started, he started it. Wrote off like he did with every other creation that he's ever had. He just disappeared into the moonlight. This is actually well, hilarious is. in the context of you know the whole black women doing the labor thing, you know, know. right? Because we yeah. we mod all the twins, so all the twin nation groups, the podcast group. We got one Asian, but it's four black
days a week. And then it went down to one day a week when it became popular. And then when it became extra popular, he started to just cancel like the day of maybe like an hour before we're supposed to be there. He'd computer, you know, this stuff is down, like technically down, da, da, da. And then you'd see like an hour later on social media, like him, the opening of Spider-Man, you know, and I'm like, bitch, I can see you. I can see you. And, uh, and I'd always complain to Josh Homer and Josh Homer is no help at all. He's like, it is what it is. It is what it is. Ah, come on, Joshy. And so, um, so then when we got at like a like left, he just he they moved and they didn't take us and we didn't even know until people who were listeners of Twib were like, hey, like hitting me up on Twitter, like, hey, where are you guys? All the shows are up. Where's your show? And I was like, oh, I, I don't know where the show is. It's apparently it's gone. And so then people were like, but you, but we like you and Josh. We really like you and Josh. So then I learned how to do all this shit. So that's the intro song uh, explanation. I'd love to sing it. Thanks. For sh- <laughs> <Yay>! <laughs> All right, Introduced goulash to me was an old white woman, and she was not invited back. Like, I was like, like, You're taking elbow macaroni, and what the fuck else is that? Like, I see the elbow macaroni, the rest of that just doesn't make sense to me. Is that borscht? (laughs) Is that 
fourth. So, fourth. yeah. So there is actually macaroni and goulash because my mom used to like. You know, I thought it was just you know how black folks make up random names for shit. My mom would have like <laughs> and macaroni noodles, and I think like barbecue sauce, and she'd be like, "This is goulash," and I'd be like, "Okay." That's because we, that's because we as black folks don't know what the fuck is in goulash. So, we can we can literally put anything we want into a package and say it's goulash. It's goulash. What is this? Oh, this is. Uh, ground beef, uh, tortilla chips, um, pepper, pepperoni, <laughs> under a bed of cornbread, with chili tomatoes over the top. This is goulash. Huh. Okay. And then you go to another person, they're like, this is goulash. No, this, these are drips with sugar. You're not... The only They were the new pants, the ones that she bought me. Yeah, the misses. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. Awkward, right. I know. I said that too. Um, no, no, no. They're in here for assault or murder. Um, I told them that I was in here for jaywalking. You don't want to tell somebody you shit yourself. That's just embarrassing. Yeah, um, no, no. No. I didn't I didn't put up the out of office auto reply on my email. No. No. <laughs> No, I didn't expect him to choke me out. No. Oh no, I definitely didn't expect to shit myself. I'm sorry, I, I rushed the question. My bad. Um, yeah, I'll see you in a couple days. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. Love you too. Yep, bye. My dad is my boss. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Jess. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here. Jessica, thank you so much for being here. Jessica, I believe you. So, Jess, go ahead and do your shout outs, and then Jessica, go ahead and do your shout outs. Shout outs like people in the chat room? Yeah, they're. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> or do you mean like promoting? That too. Yeah, that too.
fucking just would. I mean. <laughs> I mean, what the hell? Why would you do that? Um, and I also have to repay a favor. Um, I was actually shouted out back in August, I think, or June, by Elise Bacon, very talented and wonderful and magical and incredible uh, friend of ours. So, Bacon, I'm repaying the favor, my love. Um, and. y'all are feeling this we appreciate you uh be sure to check us out on patreon uh we're there at patreon.com backslash single simulcast um donate to the cause help us out and you'll get bonus content from our shows um please do give them money they're doing the lord's work now that we're done with the book of lies we are no longer reading in public um so yeah Dante, shout outs. Yeah, shout out to everybody in the chat. Shout out to Jess and Jessica for being on the show. Y'all, y'all are awesome. I'm looking at you. Well, you both of you. Y'all over there. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, just thanks for everybody that's rocking with us. We appreciate it. Um next week. I don't know if there's going to be a show because of PodCon. I may go up there and do a show and uh, a crowd cast and Jay might be on because uh, Jay's going to be I'm staying with Jay while I'm up there. So might be Jay and Bacon because uh, they are both up in the Seattle area. Uh, but we wouldn't be able to do anything that we're doing if it wasn't for our Bacon. Thank y'all so much. Uh, again, in our darkest times and our darkest moments, we can say without a shadow of a doubt that we know that these folks are riding with us. Somebody like what we're doing naturally be Um My Skype name is Rashani. My email is Rashani1 at Yahoo.com. Our email is single simulcast at gmail.com. And our Google voice number is 916-572-9016. The reason why I'm giving all these out is because we need to talk. Hit us up. We listen. I swear to God. No, I don't want you walking. I don't. I know what it's like to walk alone. Scary, lonely place, and we don't want anybody to ever go through that. Um, we love each and every one of y'all. We're thankful for each and every one of y'all. We thank you for sharing the show. We thank y'all for telling your friends about us. We thank you for listening. There's a ton of places that you could be. Like Jess says on her show, there's a ton of places you could, there's a ton of podcasts out there that you can listen to right now. So you're choosing to listen to us, and that speaks volumes. Um, remember. Uh, if your man jizzes on your back, uh, before he wipes it off, tell him to look at it closely. It might be Jesus. Um, Jesus. Um, and nickels and above. Fuck penny. Penny is my job. You get fucked up anyway. And the, the only thing that's worse than that is the person who puts the 
change on the counter. Motherfucker, put it in my hand. I see you that you saw me with my hand out. You put it on the counter. Now I want to jump over the table like Ray Charles and fuck you up. This single sound. <laughs> we appreciate each and every one of y'all. Thank you, chat. Thank you, ladies. Y'all all be good. We'll holler at you later. Peace. Bye. I don't know how to stop Bye. this without Bye. everybody blacking out. You can die. Okay. Let me try that. I'm probably going to black out on y'all and I apologize. Bye. 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 This is Single Simulcast. Don't know about now that you slipped.